and a glorious good morning to you. May his grace be with you and his peace be multiplied to you. Fear not. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When you put that verse and you connect it to something that Jesus said, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus equated his words with spirit, that the words he was saying were spirit. And if, if we look at uh, 2 Timothy verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 7, in the same light where God said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, but I gave you a spirit of power. I gave you a spirit of love and a sound mind. You can, you can speculate and say that God said that he didn't give us a word of fear. He didn't give us a word that would bring fear. He didn't give us a word that would strike fear. In fact, the, the opposite is true. When God speaks his word to us, it's always to inspire faith. And fear and faith work on opposite ends of the same spectrum. We can either choose to believe and have faith in God, or we can choose to give in to fear and doubt. And I wanna, I wanna take you through a little journey in the Bible involving Abraham. I'm gonna do a little bit of reading, so heads up to you, but it'll be all right because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I want to take you to Genesis chapter uh, 14, and I want to highlight an excerpt out of Abraham's life where God spoke to him, and I just want to bring some color. So just indulge me in my imagina imagination and speculate with me over what the word of God is saying. Let's go to Genesis chapter 14. Or Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, pardon me. And uh, we're going to just jump right into the middle of it, and then I'm going to add some context and background, and we're just going to lay the foundation, and then we're going to color it in. This is what the Bible calls musing over the word or meditating on the word, speculating, just exploring God's word with the imagination and the creative mind and allowing the spirit of God to just breathe on us while we're doing that, to inspire us. This is one way that we can renew our minds and be transformed when our perspective is influenced and God breathed. This is a mercy of the Lord. Let us embrace it. Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision. Perspective. Saying, fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. God shows up 
after these things. There are some things that transpired in chapter 14 and God now says, the Bible uh, discloses to us, after these events, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, fear not. God says, I am your shield. I am your protector. I am your refuge. I will block the attacks of your enemies. I will offer protection. I will offer safety. I will keep you from harm. That's what God is saying. And he says, and thy exceeding great reward. Where did we see that verse? Where did we, where did we see this concept before? If you remember reading in Hebrew, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, the Bible says, For without faith it is impossible to please Him. For they that come to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So when God spoke to Abraham saying, Fear not, it was an invitation to believe. He was saying, Believe in me. Some events are about to transpire. Believe in me. Don't give in to fear. In the middle of your darkness where you cannot see, find me, search for me. I am your light and your salvation. The Bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The only time that we cannot see something is when there is darkness. So God is preparing Abraham. There's about to be a moment or a time of darkness where you're not gonna be able to see. You're not going to be able to see. When you can't see, don't be afraid. God is saying when you can't see what's happening, when you can't see what I'm doing, when you can't see what I'm saying, don't be afraid. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. God was inviting Abraham, have faith in me. Walk even though you can't see. Believe in me even though there is no tangible proof or evidence. Let's go further and, and, and see what happens and see what's going on. And in verse two, and Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, behold, to me thou hast given no seed. And lo, one born in my house is mine heir. God said with uh, initiating the conversation, I am your exceeding great reward. I am your reward. And Abraham bounces back off of the idea of reward. And he says, God, what are you going to give me? Seeing that I'm, I'm childless. I don't have a son. I don't have an heir. And the person that's going to inherit my great riches is this guy that was born in my house. I am desperate 
to pass off my inheritance. I want my legacy to continue. I want a child of my own. I want a son. I want someone that's going to carry my name. That was a big deal in that day and time, to have the name passed on, to have children. And Abraham was childless. That was a treasure that he harbored, a hope that he had, that he would one day have children. It was a desire. It was a reward that Abraham longed for. And God said, I am your exceeding great reward. And Abraham bounces back and says, hey, what are you going to give me if you are my exceeding great reward? If you are the one that I am to be satisfied with, what are you going to give me to show me that, to cause me to experience that? And the Bible continues in verse 4, And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. Now God gave him a vision. God let him see. So there was no faith required in that moment. Therefore, there was no fear. It was vision that God was giving Abraham. Look, this is my word to you. I'm, I'm promising you, I'm going to give you a son, an heir from your own body, from your own flesh and blood. And look how great your seed will be, how many your descendants will be. If you could number the stars that I'm showing you right now, then you'd be able to number your descendants. God told Abraham, I am your exceeding great reward. Abraham bounced back and said, God, what are you going to give me? I don't have a son. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. speaketh. Abraham's desire was to have an heir. And God bounced back and said, you are going to have an heir of your own flesh and blood. Here, let me show you in this vision. Abraham saw what God was saying. So there was no fear. Because the word of God is a lamp to his feet and a light to his path. And the word of God is light that illuminated uh, Abraham's way so that he could see what God was saying. But remember, God said, fear not, indicating that darkness was coming. There's going to be a time when you won't be able to see what I've just showed you. There's going to be a time you won't be able to see what I'm saying to you right now. Even though right now I'm allowing you to see because my word is light. My word is illumination. When I speak, you can see there's revelation. There's illumination because God is saying, I am your light and your salvation. I am your source and your ability to see. There's going to be a time that you cannot perceive me in your life. There's going to be a moment when you're not able to detect me, when the light of my glory isn't perceived by your senses. Fear not. Don't be afraid in that moment of darkness, but believe. Remember what you saw. Remember what I said. Remember what I showed you and believe and don't allow fear to cripple you. 
Don't allow fear to stop you in your way. Don't allow fear to whisper into your mind and cause you to retreat. Don't let the spirit of fear convince you that what God said isn't the word of God. Don't let the spirit of fear convince you that what God showed you in prayer, that what God showed you in prayer and fasting, don't let the spirit of fear talk you out of what God said. Fear not. Only believe is what God is communicating to us. The Bible continues and it says, and he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit it. God didn't just promise Abraham a great nation and then not give him a place to put it. There is a place for the promise of God. Abraham responds and he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? How do I know that I'm going to inherit this? How can I be certain? What proof or sign is there? And God said to Abraham, take me an heifer of three years old and a she-goat of three years old and a ram of three years old and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. A heifer, a she-goat, a ram, a turtle dove and a pigeon. Five items. Five is the number of grace. How will I know that I'm going to get it? God is saying, but by my grace, by my grace, I'm going to give it to you. By my grace, I'm going to enable you to pursue it, to possess it, to get a hold of the promise that I just told you about. By my grace. Not by your power, not by your ability, not by your intellect or your ingenuity, but by my grace is what God is saying. Also, I want you to note that God didn't ask for a whole lot. He asked for a heifer, a goat, a ram, a turtle dove, and a pigeon. The Bible lets us know that Abraham was exceedingly rich. In uh, some previous chapters, Genesis chapter 13, verse 2, And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. It was nothing. It cost Abraham nothing financially or materially to obey God. It didn't cost a whole lot. In fact, it cost very little money, very little monetary worth. It cost Abraham a very, very tiny fraction of his wealth to obey God. God said, give me an offering of thus and this and that and that. Compared to Abraham's wealth, what God was asking for was a tiny fraction 
Abraham did it. It required a little bit of faith, not a whole lot. Just the size of a mustard seed. A mustard seed. It's not going to take a whole lot of faith for you to secure and get an assurance of what God spoke to you was real. Just obey God. He's not asking for a fortune. He's asking for your faith. And the Bible continues in verse 10, And he took unto him all these and divided them in the midst and laid each piece one against another, but the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them off. Something tried to eat his offering. The fowls came down to eat the offering. The Bible, I'm reminded of a story of the sower that went forth to sow seed, saying that the seed is the word of God and the earth was likened unto men or the hearts of men and the word of God was sown. And the Bible says that the fowls of the air came to pluck up the seed that was scattered. The devil will try to come and take the word that God has sown into your heart, the promise that God has sown into your heart. The fowls will descend on your offering. The fowls will descend upon your response to God's word in obedience to try to bring doubt, to take away the word, to cause doubt, to cause fear. Abram drove them away. Drive away the little thoughts that would inspire doubt, the little seeds of fear that would inspire doubt, the little voices of fear that would cause us to doubt the word of God, the seed of God's word. And the Bible continues. After Abram drove away the fowl, the Bible says, and when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. Jesus said that we have to work while it is day because the night cometh when no man works. Most people sleep at night. This is normal to the order and divine uh, arrangement of God. And the Bible says that Abram experienced a deep sleep. It was a moment where he wasn't working. It was a moment where he wasn't Believing, He didn't have to have faith. He was sleeping and lo and horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs and shall serve them and they shall afflict them four hundred years. A horror of great darkness fell on Abram and Abram received some things that were not so pleasant. Remember, God spoke to Abraham in the beginning and said, fear not. I am your exceeding great reward. I'm your shield. I'm going to protect you. When the time of doubt comes, keep walking because I'm going to guard you. I'm going to protect you. Though it looks like you're being devoured, I'm going to protect you. I am your shield. 
and your exceeding great reward. Don't be afraid. I just feel like the word is going out to touch somebody to communicate. Don't be afraid. What God said, God said it. What God showed you, God showed it. The devil has lied and attempted to try to cause you to become afraid so that you will not pursue the promise of God, so that you will not obey the simple instruction that it's not going to cost you a wealth. It's not going to cost you a fortune. It's just simple obedience to show that you believe a token of your faith in obedience to a tiny instruction of God. Drive away the birds that would take away the seed of God's word. Drive away the birds, the voices of fear that would try to cause you to doubt. Fear not in your moment of darkness, but abide and hold fast. My brothers and sisters, the Lord bless you abundantly. I pray that your faith will not fail, that in your moment of great darkness, that the Lord will remain to be your light and your salvation by reason of your faith. For we are saved by grace through faith. Peace be with you all, in Jesus' name.